1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scotland now know their potential World Cup semi-final playoff opponents As the international break comes to an end It's been another day of Rangers fans glued to their phones for a managerial announcement But no news yet And Callum Davidson hopes St Johnson's recent hand in success can give them the edge Over Celtic this weekend I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Marvin Bartley And Andy Halliday, how often do we come off an international break in the last few years feeling a bit down about ourselves Not this time Andy Halliday
2: Not this time And not the way we've felt For a long time now Six wins on the trot For Scotland Steve clark has got himself a, a very very good team We're going to need a, We're going to need to be A good team When the, the draw gets announced On Monday the 26th of November When you see some Potential opponents But yeah fantastic yeah. For Scotland and the nation
1: And What about this guy Adopted Scotsman He texts me at full time <laughs> Saying he's put, he put a kilt on Switched brave heart on painted his face he's, he's gone, he's, yeah. he's, we've, we've swept him up in I, was, the, I was
2: wondering Why in he's Scotland got salt our shoes on Honestly
3: can't, can't keep him back Marvin were you impressed yeah, no, massively impressed. Yeah, no, um, I was talking to Andy off air just there. It was, it was a brilliant game. And we were saying I think that's the best performance definitely that I've seen from Scotland. I've you know, been up here six or seven years, but Andy said probably in his lifetime. So it shows you how good the players actually were. And, you know, every single one of them, you know, every single one of them to a man, they were absolutely fantastic and, you know, fully deserve the six wins and hopefully go to the World Cup now.
1: But it is Wednesday night I think we're more than safe To look ahead to Domestic football returning And any stories That are doing the rounds So we need you to do it 0141 951 1025 On the phones Or at Clyde SSB On Twitter Big game reaction last night Then the big game on Monday Rangers fans You've had two nights Of just sitting, stewing Checking your phones Refreshing Twitter constantly To see if there is any Managerial updates Why not give us a call tonight Let us know Where you're at How patient are you feeling? Are you comfortable with it? Happy that it's going to think it'll take place before this weekend? Happy enough to wait until after? Or are you beside yourself and want something done yesterday? Pick up that phone and let us know. 01419511025 How are you feeling about the managerial search at the moment? Relaxed, patient, impatient All about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Is there someone else that you would like to mention? Pick up that phone Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. 01419511025 Uh, We do have, of course, St. Johnston manager Callum Davidson He's speaking about a clash with Celtic this weekend So Celtic fans, you could get involved on that And you just don't get over a night like Monday in one night So I'm sure we will do Scotland at some stage Because it has gone on We now have confirmation We knew we were seeded But we now know the unseeded teams It will be one of Poland, North Macedonia, Turkey, Ukraine, Austria Or the Czech Republic at Hamden That is your list So who would you rather have? Who would be... The one you would like to face Who would be the one You would like to avoid At all costs 0141-951-1025. What's the break been like For you two A couple of days off of A couple of days up. off
2: yeah. Nice and chilled uh, Watched the game Against Moldova And then watched Well I say watched It wasn't Scotland I watched on Monday I don't know what that was <laughs> But they were possessed By someone But uh, yeah Just watched some International football And a couple of days off Time yeah. off
3: for you, Livy boys. Are you dr- drilling them hard this week? What's the What's the plan? No, same as Andy, really. And obviously, we had the game the week before cancelled as well. So the boys have had a kind of an extended period off. Um, you know, a few boys obviously from down in England have got to go home to see their families. Um, a few of the boys who are from up north, like Bruce Anderson, went up to see his mother and stuff like that. So no, it's been really, really good, and they hit ground running again on Monday, and it's business as usual on Saturday. Rearing to go, yeah, definitely. They better be raring to go. I need a windburn as Christmas is coming up. <laughs> you won't be raring to go, you're still in the stands, are you not?
2: Yeah, still in the stands. Sorry to remind you, yeah, that's no, fine. No, Next week, thanks for that. Well, I think we should just move on. Still feel a bit sick, <laughs> and, it, and it's the Clyde One Derby, can't
1: believe it. So it is. I forgot yep. about that. I, well, I, might, I might hold back on the, you the forgot about reverse fixture, didn't you? Uh, so. I know, I know. I'm not f- well, we well, never know. Good result before the break, we'll see 0141951, uh, 1025 on the phones or at Clyde SSB. On Twitter uh, A week is a long long time In Scottish football Andy Halliday The last time I saw you We had worn them down Marvin He came into this studio a week ago And I think at the start He was about 50% sure Stephen Gerrard was going to stay By 8 o'clock he was 2% sure yeah. <laughs> And that proved to be uh, the right way to go Because by Thursday it all unfolded it It's the first time we've spoke to you since what's, what's happening?
2: I mean there was just too much news There was too much speculation by you know and the no journalist down south That the move was going to happen But you mentioned at the, the start of the show there That no news on the On the next Rangers manager I've got a percentage of, of who I think it, Nick, it might be to be honest <laughs> with you the so percentage. I'm going to go 70% Giovanni Van Bronck As low as that?
1: Is that low? I think so oh. give, Given the way that this has all right, played down I'll, out give, I'll last give week. You 75 right, Okay we'll get in there um, <laughs> Marvin You'll have watched on with interest I'm sure when clubs of that size Lose their manager And a manager of that a stature um, it's always going to be one that Scottish football sits up and takes notice of
3: yeah definitely you know personally I wasn't wasn't surprised that he left I think you know um, when Stephen Gerrard came into Rangers as big as the club as it was I think it was always a plan to go back down south I think a lot of people thought it was going to be going straight to Liverpool. I think he probably thought this was too big an opportunity in terms of getting into the Premier League. If he can take Aston Villa up a couple of places, you know, when Klopp does go with us a year or two years time, then he can slip into that a little bit easier. Um, But Rangers, again, are a huge club. He's left them top of the league. You know, they're reigning champions. They're in the semi-final of the cup. And it's a great, great club for somebody coming into. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of managers out there, obviously Andy says 75%, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. I think it would have been harder for him to say what day he's coming in, because I think everyone, you know, kind of knows it's going to yeah. be him. But Apparently not, not this
1: guy's leaving 25% room I thought, for him. no, that's massive. Doubt. I'm surprised I that. Anyway, we'll see what happens on the phones. Andy Haldi's only 75% sure it's going to be Van Bronckhurst. How do you feel about it? And how patient are you feeling, Rangers fans? Because I'm sure there will be a wide range. There will be people out there who are saying... Absolutely fine No rush at all We'll get this done It's important to get the right man There will be others out there Who are uh, Besides themselves With excitement And anticipation And can't wait for it to happen So whatever you are Maybe you're somewhere in the middle 0141 951 1025 Connor is a Rangers fan From Govan to kick things off How would you Describe your patience levels Connor at the moment Hi guys How are doing? me Alright Good thanks Good uh,
4: listen, I'm kind of in the middle uh, I'm, not, I'm not wanting it to turn into another Where's House situation uh, That Celtic face. But at the same time I'm not just wanting them to dive at something If it's not right As much as we all want Giovanni Van Broncos We we, we don't know What the chats are What's going on And I've got and I, trust in the boat to get it right
1: Yeah, I, I mean Andy What's your own sort of feelings On the, the time frame at the moment?
2: Yeah I think they've spoke about that In house That if, uh, they're not going to rush The, appo- uh, the appointment They're not putting a timescale on it But I think with a, With a semi-final Coming up on Sunday uh, Sparta Prague for, uh, following in the, the Europa League It's obviously not great timing But I always think It's more important That they try and get the right man They'll go through a list I'm not sure if there's many names On that list right now Because it does seem From all the chat That they've got their number one target But I think it's more important That they, they, they get their man
1: The scheduling's interesting Marvin Because at most points In the season Rangers go You know Sort of midweek, weekend, midweek, weekend and if it, if Steven Gerrard had left during one of those there would have been almost no chance of getting a manager in by the next game you would have accepted that someone takes over temporarily but because there was that international break people looked at that 10, 11, 12 day period and almost
3: assumed or, or certainly targeted that someone would be there by this weekend Yeah, I was the same, you know when, again, if your club is doing very, very well you almost expect your manager to pretend to be approached uh, approach at some point to go somewhere else so you know, I thought they would have had a list already and then maybe they would have spoken to one or two that maybe applied but I I definitely thought the new manager would have been in by now especially like you said with the big games coming they've had the international break to do it and Andy missed us out as well they play us after Sparta Prague Andy yeah, and no, also no, no, a big, listen, I knew big that, big oh, knew that well. I knew oh, that,
2: yeah. I knew oh, that. And, then, and then Hibs at Easter Road so it's, so it's a tough four games that they've got coming up but I mean the the, the Steven Gerrard situation I, I agree with Marvin I think um, You've always got a plan ahead a who could potentially replace him But there seems if there was stability there I know he was linked with the Bournemouth job The Newcastle job So I think you know, In-house Rangers probably thought That they had their man for at least a season And then once the speculation started It heated up for a couple of days And within three, four mm. days Similar to Brendan Rodgers' situation That was done Well he of course said
1: That he only heard of Villa's interest On, on the Wednesday Yeah Which was the day I, that you were in Some
2: gone that we found out on the Monday as well wasn't it? <laughs> <Is it? laughs> That detects a an air of doubt In that Version uh, of events Listen the, the, He deleted foot- your the, number the foot- anyway know, We established I know, I know, this last week Got the got the dinghy last week As we call it But <laughs> I mean when There was there was so much speculation On the Monday That I refuse to believe that. First and foremost Steven Gerrard never heard About the speculation Second of all His agent If if he never heard about it His agent must have heard something So uh, Yeah I'm not sure If, I, if I'm from believing that one uh,
1: Connor this weekend How much does it matter If there's a man in place By this weekend Is that something you pay Particular attention to
2: Oh
4: Fuck, it's, it's, it's one of the situations, isn't it? If you sit here and go, it's, it's, it's not a big thing and we lose, then, then you look like, do, do you know what I mean? Or, I, I, I don't know, ideally, ideally we would obviously like a front man uh, for the semi-final at Hamden, we definitely would and especially as Andy said with the, with the game on Thursday following, the timing isn't the ideal with the pictures but that's nobody's fault except Stephen Gerrard, that, that, that's his fault that we're in that situation and it's a shame that the board have been put. Put to this Do you know what I mean But I, I wouldn't like it rushed, But I also wouldn't like it Too long I'm somewhere in the middle If you know what I'm saying Yeah absolutely
1: I, I mean Andy Sometimes managers Will leave a club And their assistant Will stay Or a first team coach Will stay Now Jermaine Defoe Has remained Rangers announced The likes of, of David McCallum Working there Jermaine Defoe But th- there's Like I say There's there's no assistant manager Remaining There's no first team coach What is What does that look like If, if there isn't going to be A new guy in charge You do you just almost try and stick to the The, the blueprint that you had before And, and let yeah. the players sort of do that themselves And overseen so, by David McCallum Yeah and so I
2: think so Because I think quite a lot uh, Quite often you see now at football clubs Is however the first team play That's how the B team is Or that's how the, the reserve squad plays So similarly obviously we, we, What Rangers B team has got and, and David McCallum and Brian Gilmore Have obviously took charge of the B team Now this season um, so they'll know how Rangers play They know the style They know what suits the players And then they've got the added bonus That Jermaine Defoe and Colin Stewart Have been a part of Stephen Gerrard's Backroom staffer For for, uh, for obviously at least this year, year Of course with Jermaine Defoe So I don't think too much will change If it's broke don't fix it And I think that's the mentality They'll go in with, uh, with the, the semi-final at the weekend
1: I think if it's, if it's not broke Don't <laughs> fix it If it's broke you need to fix it is that not what I said? <laughs> I don't not think bro- so Not
2: broke Don't fix it I think you said <laughs> If it's broke
1: Don't fix it Just if it's not broke Don't fix it <laughs> Anyway um, We get there in the end Connor you said You'd rather Take the time To get the right man Is that right man Giovanni Van Bronckhorst And he's putting it At 75% I get the feeling A lot of Rangers fans Are a bit more sure Than that
4: Definitely for, for me on the outside For me as, as a Rangers fan with the pedigree The knowing the club The knowing the expectation The knowing the size of the team He's the man for me But you you, you always know with these kind of things there's, there's going to be things we don't know And we, we don't know if it, if he isn't suited Because of the background details but, but on the front page for me He is the man And I really hope he gets appointed Soon or when the time's right
1: Andy, that the type of name That is going to appeal to most Rangers fans I have yet to I think I've yet to hear one I'm not saying that that's a challenge For the callers tonight But I'm not sure I've heard any Who oh, don't there'll think be that's a good, that There'll think be so? someone
2: And they'll call in before eight yeah, o'clock. I'm pretty sure But listen he, he ticks a lot of boxes He's, he's He knows the league He knows a football club He's obviously played for Rangers before uh, And he's been a successful manager Obviously um, Managing odd He won their first title for I can't remember exactly the years But it was a long period of time Plays 4-3-3 three, three. plays an attacking Possession based style of play So certainly ticks a lot of boxes
1: Yeah the the CV certainly looks good, Marvin. You're never in every managerial appointment comes with an element of risk.
3: Um, Stephen Gerrard was a huge name, but was untested. And, but Giovanni van Bronckhorst seems to tick a few boxes. Yeah, definitely. Like Andy said as well, he plays the same style. You know, it's an attacking style, it's a possession based style. So he's not going to come in and rip it up and say, "I want eight new players in January." And you know, the boys have to get used to a direct style. So. Like you said, it's going to be a continuation of what Gerrard's done. He might be able to improve certain things. He might be better at certain things. He might be worse at, in other areas. But I think it's very difficult going into the game. I know you said they've got the new coaches and Jermaine Defoe is around Steven Gerrard. It's one thing being a player and watching somebody do something. It's another thing, you know, being that head man and trying to articulate yourself in a way where the boys understand what you want to do and who's going to pick the team. I know there's four new people there, but who's picking the team? I just think it would be a lot more easy for the players going to Sunday's game if they had, like you said, that head man, a new manager in place and, you you know, you follow him. Thank you, Connor. Connor's feeling quite relaxed. He's
1: somewhere in the middle on the patience scale. What about William in North Ayrshire? William, how would you describe your feelings?
5: Hi, hello, Gordon, Marvin and Andy. Hello. Yeah, not good, mate. Not good at all. Uh, Marvin has just stolen my thunder. Who's going to pick a team on Sunday? It's an absolute shambles, right? Uh, Rangers knew they were losing their manager weeks ago. And I mean weeks. Two to three to four weeks. Everybody knew he was going. And that was done before it even happened, right? No, to have a manager in place in that game on Sunday, and then you get spot the four days later, it's an absolute shambles. I've got a... When, when I stay, it's a big Rangers contingent, right? And we're all worried it's going to be Derek McInnes holding a scarf above uh, that, wee, that Rangers badge in the marble uh, stair. But that's what I'm worried about. It can't be him. If it's, it's Giovanni, that's good. But no, to have a manager... See, Hibs Gordon, Hibs had a good team. Hibs are a good team They could beat Rangers Know what I mean? Yeah
1: but they could beat Rangers With a new manager or not though Couldn't they? That, do you think it really Does it impact the game this weekend that much? Of course it does Well the, hold on but If a new manager's a, appointed tomorrow He's got you know, two days to to make a difference What's he going to do in that time?
5: But, but, the, but with but saying in the day He's not going to be there for Sunday Gordon He's not going to be there Marvin's hit the nail on the head Who's going to fix the team? There's no Gerrard There's no Beals There's no McAllister There's, there's no of them. They're all gone but these four guys there shouldn't be, shouldn't be thrust into that spotlight on Sunday Because if it goes wrong, they'll be hung out to dry And so will Rangers, so will Ross Wilson, so will Douglas Park a lot And you know what Rangers fans are like They're just, they're just if you get
2: beat, they'll just all help to pay. you know what I mean?
1: Andy, what's your take on Williams' view? Williams' impatient, I think, to say the least
2: uh, I mean, ideally they would have their man in But it's, uh, we spoke about this before if, if Rangers have got their man, which I think we all believe they do they're going to try their best to get them in for Sunday, and there's always these type of implications where it's dealing with agents, backroom staff, finances, budget. So sometimes there's just you know hurdles in the way that have to be overcoming. You know, picking the team. I'm not being for William. You could probably pick the team. Yeah, I think if I know the players that are available coming this weekend, I could probably pick the team for the outside. You know, nine times out of ten. Start starting nine, starting ten at the elevens, basically picked. I think that and, is the
1: case now. I mean, there, there certainly was. I a think time, there will be, yeah. But when you well, look, the Rangers last couple of games, there was so much debate about the front three. So that and that,
2: that changed quite drastically. Then you you know, uh, Ryan Kent being back and he's playing, and Alfredo Morelos is playing. And the, so other, it's one, the other one, that's what yeah. I mean. That's the other one. The, the midfield mm. three There's always a sort of That's what I mean Morelos was left out that, The previous game was I not? know but it's Semi-final I don't think there's any doubt That anyone doesn't think That Alfredo Morelos mm. Is going to play The midfield three There's rotation there But I think nine times out of ten When you look at the big games That have came mm. that, You know The, the, the main three you normally play And with the back four With, with Philip Hollander out Just now I'm not sure what Bonobarisic's injury uh, States is like But I think it's I don't see picking the team As a major issue I think preparation Is more important And like I said With the fact that David McCallum and and uh, Jermaine the full Colin should have been a part of the system and know how the team plays. I don't think much is going to change.
1: Will that be by committee? That decision, do you think, or ultimately, is, 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 does David I, McCallum pick that team?
2: I think he'll have a conversation with the people around about him. But it will be his. It will certainly be his idea to pick the team. And you know, we're talking about preparation for 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 a game like like Sunday. Sometimes with a new manager Coming in so close to a big game That could actually affect the team What if he's got different ideas Different ideas At which uh portraying the, the training field If he's only got 48 hours To do that It's not easy
3: No I I, I agree with what Andy's saying uh, Or part of it Anyway I just think Me personally as a player I just want the manager in place I want to know who the manager is You know like you said Picking a team isn't a problem But you have to respect Hibs as well They've got players That can hurt Rangers So each time Stephen Gerrard, you know, Bill or McAllister, and they were going into the games, it wasn't just a case of, right, pick these 11 Rangers players, go out and play and win the game. At times, you have to be like, well, this this is their threats. This is how we're going to combat their threats. And this is how we're going to expose their weaknesses. So you have to give them a lot of respect to actually what they do do. So I don't think anyone can go in there. And, and yes, you can pick the team, but to actually tactically get it right, I think it's, it's a difficult thing to do.
1: I mean, William, it was six days ago that, that Stephen Gerrard went. I know that seems like a long time in the football world in Glasgow, but. What makes you think it's not going to be Van Bronckhorst? Why have you got all these worries? Why is it, why is it so um, disastrous at the moment? Is it not just a case of waiting to get the right man?
5: Well, you just need to look at across the road, Gordon. Right? They, they were, they were sure they were going to get their man for months. Right? never harm. It can harm it's football. At the last minute, they can turn and say, "You're not no going what you're offered me. I don't want it." That's it. Not, They might refuse a contract and a, an assistant coach. This, that, blah, blah, blah. What, what, all I'm saying is, right, and, and Marvin's hit the nail on the head again, you, you need leadership. They they're players, right? Mean and Andy's right, we could pick a team, right? But there's no Gerrard there, there's no leadership. That's, that's my whole point. They need some... See, Giovanni, I want to win a right? But if it's Giovanni, fair. Rangers were stale for a long, long time. This could be the kick up the bum they need. You know what I mean? We can actually play better for the rest of the season, you know?
1: I'm if, interested in your theory, William, that... You knew or, or Rangers Or people knew That Steven Gerrard Was gone weeks ago He says he only learned About Villa's interest Last week Last Wednesday
6: Come on
5: Come on Gordon You, you know how You know how that goes right that He stated He stated in Newcastle right And, 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 and He was the interest He was happy Don't ask me stupid questions Everybody in the man the dog knew He was gone then When This is Rangers fans are not stupid They knew he was gone As Soon as Arsene Villa came There was even, there was even A rumour that Frank Lampard Was uh, interviewed uh, In between Gerag who, who who can believe that As well Gordon You know It's just It's all up in the air
1: well, I mean Villa had a manager Until the Sunday um, Alright thank you To William On the line 01419511025 What do you think I think we've just seen Both ends of the patience scale Haven't we Well, I mean to be fair The first caller Connor said he was Near the middle William's definitely impatient Where are you How are you feeling about it Pick up the phone Let us know <laughs>
0: You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Andy Halliday and Marvin Bartley are here. It's 0141-951-1025 to have your say to the panel. A bit of discussion about Giovanni van Bronckhorst or whoever the Rangers manager is going to be I'm sure we'll get on to Scotland after that great success the other night anything else that you've got for us Celtic fans how are you feeling about the game with St Johnston? maybe you've got any Livy fans out there who want to put some questions to Marvin Bartley whatever it is, 0141 951 1025 or we are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB um, it is a huge weekend we go straight back to these you know, League Cup semi-finals that has been brought into sharper focus because Rangers are looking for a manager but even if they weren't I mean it's, it's some return to action after the international break
2: Massive yeah Celtic obviously on Saturday come up, uh, up against the the cup specialists Callum Davidson and St Johnson but Hans you know, Pas- uh, Postacoglu on his side have you know, been progressing and improving every week and, and they'll certainly fancy their ch- uh, chances on Saturday but set up for a, uh, a good game and then Rangers-Hibs on the Sunday so it's certainly two, two big semi-finals at the weekend
1: Your old team Hibs Marvin did can you afford to pay any attention
3: to, to Rangers and and hope that that disruption, if you can call it that, does benefit you? Oh, of course, definitely. And that's what I imagine Jack Ross and, and the boys would be saying to each other that, you know, look, they haven't got a manager at this moment in time. They've lost you know their figurehead and, and the coaching team behind him because you look for any chink in the armour when you play against any of the big two. You have to because at the end of the day, we all know if they perform to their best and you perform to your best, they're going to beat you so you need them to be slightly off their game and, and this is a perfect thing for Hibs you know, it gives you a bit of buzz going into the game they don't have a manager as I've just said they might be tactically a bit different and the boys aren't sure what they're meant to be doing nobody knows who's picking the team et cetera. Et cetera. so yeah they'll definitely take confidence from that
1: OK keep those calls coming in then 01419511025 or we are on Twitter at SSB if you would rather get in touch over there um, let's go back to the phones we'll bring in David who's on the line how's it going David? I'm alright, how's your cell going right? Not bad at all Where are you on the patience scale? We've had a few different answers from Rangers fans Are you comfortable, relaxed about taking time to get the right man?
7: Uh, I'd like Van Broncos to come in Yeah um, But you know what My I'm keeping my predictions and my sort of things too. I was the 90% guy last week When Andy was on Oh and
1: David, uh, David, David Fair remember, enough man? Fair play to you for raising your head again Because David was the most sure He was more sure than you uh, Andy Halliday That he was going to stay I remember it Wow right hold on In fact Producer Callum's hot Off the Off the mark on this one David is Going to remind us Of what he said last week right Right come on then Put a percentage on it How confident are you That he goes nowhere 90 90% David 90% What happened
7: I know It was awful <laughs> I got, I got, I got I got ripped in the next day at work. He's like, were you on the phone last night? I was like, aye. Uh, 90%? Uh, honestly, I felt like a, a teenager getting dumped the next morning and I woke up and he was away. It was horrendous.
1: Right, what next then? Uh, so Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, can you see beyond that? Or is that is that the man?
7: Yes, for me, definitely. Has to be. Has what, to be, aye. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. What uh,
1: about the timing, though, then? I mean, like I said, some people are... are... Perfectly relaxed about it And you can understand that Others are a bit more anxious About this weekend How would you describe Your feelings on it?
7: No I think um, I think Obviously the personnel Are still the same The team are still the same Aren't they? Um, and I think I think uh, I would like it to come in Before the weekend It'd be brilliant if he is um, But I'm not that bothered I think we've got enough In the locker To to beat Hibs on Sunday And it gives me A bit of time doesn't it And then move on to the, the Thursday game is a European game Isn't it? So definitely between One of the two if so if it's in place by then, great.
1: Thinking about the psychology of this weekend, Marvin's already given us the Hibbs perspective. Where, of course, you're going to try and and use it to, to your advantage for Rangers. For all there is a fear from William, the previous caller, about lack of organisation or whatever. Can it galvanise as well? Can you, th- you know, we're we're in this together. We're left here. Let's go out there and and do this job.
2: I think refocus is probably the, the word instead of galvanising. I think that's the job that David McCallum and the interim staff will be trying. Because, uh, you know, with the speculation and the circus that can be the old firm, it, there can be a lot of noise and it's sometimes, you know, for players, difficult to try and put that aside when you don't know what the future is of your manager. But I think with them coming in and from training on Monday or wherever they got back into their work, I think it was all about focus, and into what's a massive game on Sunday. And I've, I've no doubt that's what they've been mm. doing.
1: Uh, David, why... Giovanni Van Bronckers then why is he the outstanding candidate? Why can you not see it going anywhere else?
7: I think he's just with the club. Um I think he done a fantastic job of final as well, didn't he? Got in the first league in eighteen years, if you like. Um I think no, it's a it's a good appointment. I think when you, you see all the, the, the chats on WhatsApp and stuff like that, I think the fans want him as well. And he has got a connection to the club. I think that's massive. I know people talked about Lampard and that would be a bit of an experience for me. Um McInnes, Um Talking with the guys, I think it would actually put a wee bit of perspective on how we are as a as a club financially as well. I think, without being disrespectful, I think McInnes might be the the sort of cheaper option if you like. I think if Fran Broncos comes in, it gives us a wee bit of confidence that um, we've got something there and we can we can move forward. No disrespect to McInnes, because I think he's a fantastic manager. I just think Fran um, Broncos for us would be the right. Appointment.
1: Right, if you were the, you were the ultimate in-denial caller last week then David You're the one that, that didn't see it coming Which means you would have been stung even more You got slagged off your workmates on Thursday How do you feel about that now? Does the potential appointment of Giovanni van Bronckhorst Does that make you feel better about the full thing? Does it f- Does it still feel a bit sore that, that Stephen Gerrard left? How would you describe it now a, a week or so yeah, on? No, that
7: was uh, Gerrard too no, um, I think uh, <laughs> I think the the percentage thing was brilliant But look, if you've seen my betting app on my phone I don't do very many bets But I'm rubbish mate My, predi- my predictions are crap anyway So Please gamble um, response
2: But I think Andy wants to ask you a question before you go though Yeah David, I think there's only thing that the listeners and us want to know What's the percentage that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, The next <laughs> Rangers manager?
7: I'm going to go in 92%
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh this guy just lives life on the edge Good man, that was David
1: in West Lothian, uh, going to be an interesting few days, Marvin. That's for sure.
3: Yeah, definitely, definitely. You can see the fans are kind of all over the place with what they want and when they want it. Um, again, I imagine Rangers will be off tomorrow, won't they? With them playing Sunday, so maybe that'd be a good day to to announce a new manager. But I imagine if he doesn't come in tomorrow, then it will be after after mm. the semi final. That'll be you see that that playing out
1: tomorrow or nothing, or yeah, or not uh, nothing. You know well, I mean? not, not nothing, but like I think
2: it. if it's after that, it might be one of the ones where he's sitting in the stand just watching the game and you know. Watching the mm. game, getting to know his players and whatnot, but oh, I think like when he runs down yeah, on the exactly. touchline at hand I, I think it was now. William that compared it Says he didn't, uh, doesn't want it. to get into like, the Eddie Howe situation at Celtic And listen, I did many shows over that period And there was a lot of frustrated Celtic calls for out every Wednesday I don't think that's going to be the case I think Rangers are going for their man I think they will go for their man over the next week or so And then if it doesn't happen over a period of time I think they'll move on That's just how we
1: operate in this city, Marvin The way William put it was I mean that's what happened at Celtic so that could happen here but an entirely different set of circumstances you had a Celtic team where the season was pretty much over and then after that the season was genuinely over like officially yeah. over and, and you would be looking ahead to the summer and so on
3: this can't this couldn't be like that could it? No I don't think any club will ever let the Eddie Howe saga go on at their club again um, you know I think obviously Celtic have learned from that lesson I don't think they'll allow that to happen again and like you said, Rangers 100% won't let that happen. Just with the big games that are coming up, obviously if they get Sunday's game out of the way, then you've got the European game, then they've got the league, obviously, to defend mm-hmm. and their four points clear, so no chance. I think, as Andy said, they'll go for their man if they haven't gone for him already, um, and I think they'll give him a timeline or a deadline to say, sign it or we move on. And, and you have to, when you're a big club like Rangers and Celtic, you have to say that you can't be you know, led astray for four months.
1: Let's bring in John, who's on the line, and see what he's got for us. Hi, John.
3: Hi, hello, how are you doing? Good, thanks. Are you
1: well?
8: I, I am fine, it's I'm good. quite good, uh, I'm just saying. Uh, uh, the point I was making there is, uh, I've just come in here. I've just had a wee bit put uh, a wee bit to it there, was, it's, uh, the side that we live in, obviously, in the west of Scotland is, we should be always make comparisons to how Celtic conducted their business, you know. And uh, I was just, apart from that idea, I was just reading some extracts from the, some media extracts today and how Celtic conducted their business, we shouldn't really get tied into worrying about how they conducted their business, which was quite symbolic. The Shook even uh, kept uh, pointing out over the, the appointment of their manager. But going to my main point there, about this is a major uh, a major time for the season uh, for Rangers. And they have to get the appointment right, which I'm sure they will do. Uh, we have to get the backroom uh, staff in place and the fitness regime and all that. But the point I'm making this, it doesn't matter about Sunday because there's enough experience at Ibrox Park just now between the backroom staff that's there and most importantly the players that's there and as Andy would probably too, uh, They, when they get in the morning and they get settled down and they, they know the way they're going the, the experienced players like your ghosts and your Tavs and your Ryan Kents and that they'll all be, they know what they've got today to get this over the line on Sunday where they help with the backroom staff so to, to rush in and everybody's panicking. it's a typical, it's just a natural reaction. It's who's the next manager. We'll know who the next manager's going to be when he's appointed. And I'm sure that it will be the, the, the correct backroom staff that, uh, that he's going to pick. I would like to think it, it would be Van Bronkhorst uh, with good backroom staff. Hopefully maybe a wee bit of a, a Scottish influencer. But uh, I, I don't really see, I, I hear people coming on the show and Desperate to get our guy in the door. The last thing we want, and it's with the greatest respect to the guy, You know, we don't want another casino in the door. We don't want a situation with Paul or Gwen, people come
1: in the door and they're, they're, they're in the door and out the door as quick as they... Don't start Andy. Don't start Andy Halliday on that <laughs> guy. Seriously, we'll be here all night, John. Uh, incidentally, Andy, uh, no offence, but I think you're the only ex-Rangers player I've seen not linked with a, a role on the backroom team. <laughs> is that, right? that, that seems to be the, the, the way it's going at the moment. But I'm glad John mentions backroom staff yep. because this is what we do. We're, we're conditioned to do this. It's, you, you, who's the manager That's the guy That's the name But you've sat on this show Umpteen times And said that Michael Beale was Vital to what Rangers did So Yes where well, we would obsess with, with Giovanni Van Bronckhurst the guys that are going to be next to him Are every bit as important surely If, if the yep. previous regime was that way
2: Yeah I don't know Giovanni Van Bronckhorst personally But he might be more of a manager type And he wants a first team coach To hand day to day training He might want You know people that are specialised Defensive coaches Set piece coaches And I think that's important Because You know he's probably met Hundreds and hundreds of people Throughout his football career And he knows From his stint in or His stint in China That these are the guys I want to come with me People that might have Extra knowledge of, uh, uh Recent times in the Scottish League Like you said With previous uh, Rangers players uh, or, or Rangers staff linked with the backroom staff But they'll know That he'll have to get that ironed out If he's 100% focused And, and confident At the job he's got in hand Yeah
1: I know there were reports today uh, That Jean-Paul Van Gastel Going nowhere Despite being linked as Van Bronckhorst's number two Um, having, I think worked together And over in China um, Marvin that is Is that more important than ever Now
3: in, in modern football That the, it's the entire package not just that main front man yeah as Andy said you know, there's, there's different types of managers there's managers like Stephen Jarrett who had Michael Bill do a lot of the coaching I've worked under Eddie Howe who did all the coaching himself you know Sean Dyche was another one that didn't do a lot of coaching he had coaches and assistant managers who mm-hmm. would do it for him so it depends what Van Bronkost does and how he you know, comes across um, and how he wants to mm-hmm. do it but you know this won't be a surprise to him. You know he's he's been out of work and he'd be building his backroom team. He won't be you know reactive now. I've been offered the Rangers yeah. job now. I need to put some people together. He'd have been proactive mm. all this time, and this is the thing. Do, does that does that alter though, as, as John says, and
1: everyone seems to be making this connection, and they don't know if it'll happen. Everyone expects a so-called Rangers
3: man or, or an ex-Rangers player to be in there. Is is that the wrong assumption to make? Then yeah, yeah, it doesn't need to be you know no affiliation to the club. I, I'm sure Rangers fans won't care if there's no affiliation with the manager or the coach coming into that club if they win the league again. You know, it's about getting someone who's successful. You can't always have somebody who's been at the club. Steven Gerrard, no affiliation to Rangers, comes in, wins the league, stops a 10 in a row, you know, got them into the semi-final. Now they're four points clear at the top of the league. So it doesn't really matter, you know, what someone's done in their previous Mm. playing career. You want a successful manager. And as I said, you know, once you've offered this to him, if they have offered it to him, there needs to be a deadline set because you want the person in the door. So was that the way it worked? Did
1: did Steven Gerrard do... None of the coaching on the on the training ground. I wouldn't say or none, no, but
2: but Michael the Vast Beale majority, was, yeah, yeah, and I think he spoke about it. Himself. He said, like, "Why would I not let Michael Beal take the yeah, coaching who's yeah. got twenty years' of experience?" It wasn't a criticism, no, I'm no, just no, curious, no. but it, look, that's just the point and 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 Giovanni Van broncos might be similar. Feyenoord was his first managerial job. That was two thousand fifteen. He's only been a, a a manager for seven years, so it's not it's, you know, it's not a long time. He he might want somebody That's a bit more experience in terms of first team coaching. What Van broncos does have in his CVs. I think he was a fine odd assistant manager for four years previous, so he has been in a in that side of the game for a long time. But you don't see many managers, especially going to big clubs these days, signing anything without a backroom staff guaranteed. And I've no doubt that that'll be certainly part of the package now.
1: Thanks, John. Enjoy your night. 01419511025. This is always a great time to call because it means you could be up next.
0: 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Marvin Bartley and Andy Halliday are here It's 01419511025 Still hoping to hear from you Scotland fans There's no way you've come down off the ceiling already After Monday night So pick up the phone and let us know how you're feeling Especially now the story has moved on We know who the potential opponents will be It's a list of six uh, So you can pick up the phone and let us know Who your number one choice would be Who you would like to avoid and ultimately if we're going to win the World Cup or not You can share your thoughts with us Tommy is a Rangers fan next on the line How would you sum up your feelings over the last week or so Tommy?
9: Uh, well Last Thursday I felt as if I'd come out from my work And my gorgeous girlfriend had packed her bags While I was away And moved further up the street To the guy with a big house and a fancy car With some some money And I was never going to see her again
1: and then... Is he better looking than you or uglier though, Tommy? Oh, well, he was uglier
9: than me. <laughs>
1: God. <laughs> that, was what, that was what hurt. No, but it's the, the money. It's the money, money that did it. Yeah, it was the money. <sighs> <sighs> Nothing worse. So, that sort of killed
9: me and I, I was done. And then I watched Gerard's interview a couple of days later. And at the same time I heard she wanted to come back and I got the locksmith in and changed the locks <laughs> Because, you know, what the? I couldn't get over the fact the way that Jared had done it. You know, we've we'll got to give him credit for the job that he'd done. But without a doubt, he brought us miles behind. And I keep hearing Celtic fans saying, one and nine and blah. You know, he had no chance of winning the first six. You know, we players that, and I'm not going to decry them, but no good enough players really to want to win the league. You know, we'd furthering them in goals and, players like that so i going <laughs> <laughs> see the difference with Andy is Andy's one of us so we got 100% out of Andy every week because he knows what it feels like to be a Blue Nose and he's one of us and he never ever let us down so I'd never decry players but well he was never going to win the first six right so he won the league and we were in cloud nine up until last week he's moved
1: and he's moved on and I forgot about him it's like I forgot about her You know what I mean Go I'm on not, I'm now lost in this analogy I, I liked it was like so, bedtime story one, that was, So if if Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Is is your new partner Tommy Are you happy with that replacement?
9: I I'd, I'd be I'd be delighted I mean Everybody seems to be Going over the top with Gio And it would be a great appointment But Until it's done and dusted And that's going to ask i And we're going to get my hopes up Because the last thing we want to do Is get into a scenario like like Celtic had one which went on how long did theirs go on for? A hundred? Well, that's
1: it. You don't want it you don't want to go on the rebound and then chase the <laughs> wrong target. that's when it all it all goes
3: wrong. Um pick your way through that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a difficult one. That's a good story time. I enjoyed it. Um, but no so <laughs> as he said you know I think all Rangers fans were disappointed when Gerard when did leave um, I think that much is obvious and obviously you look to Pastors new now you know he's gone Rangers football club will, will still be there you know they'll get a new manager and new manager will leave in maybe a couple of years time but the fans will always be there and the club will always be there so you know it's about looking forward now and, and if it is to be Gio to come in as manager like you said he's got a great CV sorting out his backroom staff etc cetera, etc cetera. it's about hitting the ground running because they've got you know three big games coming up Um, I include us in that because Andy didn't. But uh, yeah, you know they've got the big semi-final game and then the game in Europe. Um, so it's, it's a tough time for a new managers to come in, but it's an enjoyable time as well. I think people need to start respecting you. Hugh Keaven's was given
1: Livy no chance, exactly. you went to Celtic Park. This guy's forgetting all about you. Yeah, he's he's right um, at the bottom now. He's added Livy. If, no, to
2: no, it. no, no, no. That's <laughs> been there since the start. If you see that, I've wrote Rangers' next few fixtures. Livy's always mm. been there. I've actually got the next one you after. i well. the notes he takes for the show. I'm Hugh Keaven's. That was Hugh Keaven's. Remember? wonder oh, no, why you've got
1: Livy easy next to it though. That mean? <laughs> <laughs> see, you'd be able to take those notes if you didn't come in at one minute. <laughs>
3: I've got a as
1: well. Blank. Uh, right, Tommy. What about this weekend? People that are looking at this, some Rangers fans, and saying it has to be done by the weekend. We've had previous callers on. Uh, you're not quite as um, far along as that, no.
9: No, not at all. I would. I mean, if it's going to be, it would be terrific. And there's going to be. A, I think there's going to be a Scottish influence behind them. I.e., people like Neil McCann, Kevin Thompson, people like that. I think a lot of the fans would be delighted with, you know, and. I'm just happy that I got an analogy the night that you liked Because the Loved last it. time I was on You didn't thank me for my call Because you didn't like my analogy What was it?
1: Briefly, don't make it as long it as Davis that one It was
9: in his bedpost. Who? It was Stephen Davis In his bedposts. Oh dear I was talking about Stephen Davis You and Andy Halliday were in the studio
2: I feel as if I, feel as if I vividly yeah. remember that But I can't quite remember yeah, yeah, I like the the no, don't remember it <laughs> No but I do remember Someone mentioned something And Gordon laughing
1: <laughs> I'll look it up I'll look it up Tommy I will i think Callum's been on a hot sticker Getting all clips oh, He's not listening now Look oh, at that confused ain't. look in his face um, Tommy We don't have time For the bedpost analogy right now I will look it up at the break What about th- This weekend then When you say you're quite relaxed about it And you want to get the right man Does this just Does it take care of itself This game Is that the way you see it
9: I think it's I think it's going Gordon You know I mean there's There's a lot of experience there Players that, that went went unbeaten last season, they haven't looked a decent team this season at all. You know, so what's been going on behind the scenes? Have they been getting the wonder of what could be happening and, and what have you? But there's a lot. Of, you know, I mean, you've got Goulson, you've got Tavernier, you've got McGregor, you've got Davis, you've got players like that. They they don't need anybody, really, to be saying to them, this is what I want you to do. They're good enough to know what they, what they should be doing on Sunday. It's a cup semi-final. Chance of getting to a final. And they've got, to, they've got to go there and show how good... We're better than Hubs. We're a better team than Hubs. I don't mind saying it. Now, it might bite me in the backside next week, but to me, we're a better team than Hubs. We're the best team in the country. No showed it too much this season, but maybe that'll change. Maybe that'll change with the players. Having a new manager coming in, new backroom team, you know, it could be that this just, this just could be... The, my two dogs have just decided to start screaming.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's because you've just told him That his name's getting changed from Gerard to Gio And he's raging <laughs> And his dinner's not out Tommy, what about the Theory you just gave us about The Scottish influence on the coaching team You mentioned Neil McCann, Kevin Thompson Why is that so important to
9: you? Well, I mean Gio played for us But you're talking about what, 15, 20 years ago You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's Scottish football Okay, he's, he's had experience in Scottish football But not recently Right, And every time I watch Neil McCann when he's on the TV uh, and Kevin Thompson when he's co-commentating say the commentator on Rangers TV, they, they, they boys know what it is. They're like Andy Halliday. They know what it is to play for Rangers. They know what the club's about. He's got to have somebody that's local to the league that says to him, right, this weekend, we've got this mob, whoever it's going to be, and this is their strengths and this is their weaknesses. People that know the score. And to me, Neil McCann and Kevin Thompson fit that bracket. Without
1: a doubt, and I would just... I mean, Marvin, Stephen Gerrard had Gary McAllister, who I guess knew Scottish football to an extent.
3: Did we make too much of this stuff in this city? 100%. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a manager's job to know the opposition's strengths and weaknesses. You watch them after you play a game on a Saturday. If you've got a game the following Saturday, you watch that team you're coming up to play against three or four times. You know, you've got everything there. You've got analysts there who will break things down. Whatever you're looking for, you can find... um, yeah, it might be wonderful, you know, for fans to have somebody there that has played for the club more recently, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera, but it doesn't make a huge difference. You know, I'm at Livingston, I, I have no affiliation to the team other than I, I signed for them and I played for a little while. But, you know, when it comes to breaking down other teams now, that makes no difference. You know, I could go to Sweden, for example, where I've got no affiliation to the club and I'll do the same things because I believe it works. So, yeah, listen, if you're a good manager or you're a good coach or a good assistant manager, you can do it anywhere, I believe. That was Tommy Famous for Barking dogs, Stephen
1: Davis's bedpost The girlfriend that left him For the rich guy up the street It's all there Thank you Tommy
0: Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: I actually thought it was Gordon DL on the phone For a while That's the type of story He usually tells us uh, <laughs> During the breaks If you want to play Beat the pundit Now is the time to phone 0141 951 1025 And the lines close At 7 o'clock So be quick <laughs>
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Played One Super Scoreboard
1: Marvin Bartley and Andy Halliday Have spent the last five minutes arguing Over who should play Beat the Pundit Which is really pointless Because it, it's, the coin decides <laughs> It's not the coin yeah, yeah, exactly. It is the coin you You've only got tails in that coin <laughs> it's, it's a standard UK two pence piece With a heads and a tails There we go We'll even swap it out for another one If it makes you feel any better Uh, Let's meet tonight's contestant Anyway this would be a good time If you're out there And you want to pick up that phone Whether it is to talk about Rangers search for the manager Or perhaps Scotland fans Who want to give us your Best and worst case scenario For the playoffs Now's the time to do it Let's hear from you
0: Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online. The uk slash football.
1: Okay, beat the pundit time. Tonight's contestant is Andrew in Armadale. How's it going, Andrew? Eh uh, not
10: too bad, not too bad. Yourself.
1: Uh, there's a bit of a story here, Andrew, as to why you felt the need to pick up the phone tonight. I'm out for some revenge. <sighs> On who? Which one of them? Andy Halliday oh, What's he done?
2: Might have known, might have known.
1: <laughs> What's he done? <laughs> he, he robbed my pal last week On Beat the Pundit Oh there was some sort of controversy last night Now needless to say It wouldn't have been Andy that robbed you It would have been Producer Callum or what me was but What was that What, what, was what it happened again? again? Oh it was, uh, did he not call he, Who was the motherwell captain? Your pal called him Simon O'Donnell What's, what's, what's the controversy <laughs> he there?
10: Called, he never finished it He started to say Simon And never finished it
1: We've got to accept your first answer Well he called him Si Stephen Which is not his name either So Heads it will be Marvin And tails it will be Andy Halliday Let's see how we go Oh tails And it's tails Yes Come on Honestly You better stretch off Andy Oh he's Furious Do you know why Andrew He's running scared Because he's had a couple of days off Which means he's maybe been away Doing
2: My knowledge is not on top form Doing other things No
1: excuses Okay, let's give Andy some Clyde too So that he can't steal Andrew's answers The big revenge match Andrew, 30 seconds Head-to-head with Andy And you can pass Are you ready? Uh, I think so, let's do it I think so, let's go 30 seconds starts now Name the Rangers player who's scored a goal And an own goal in the Europa League this season Um, Herlander Who won the Scottish Premiership Manager of the Month for October? Which European country is hosting Euro 2024? Uh, Germany. How many SPFL teams feature rovers in their name? One. Name the only current SPFL manager who was a goalkeeper as a player. Quick. Pass. Okay, let's bring Andy back. Andy, can you hear us? Yes. Some good answers in there from Andrew. Let's by the do it way, then. he's a he's the, the the incentive for him. He's he's dartboard with your face yeah. on it all week. He's let's been, do it. Are You ready? Yep Once I get the paper turned around the right way, your thirty seconds starts now. <laughs> Name the Rangers player who scored a goal and an own goal in the Europa League this season. Connor Golson. Who won the Scottish Premiership Manager of the Month for October? Ange Postacoglu Which European country is hosting Euro twenty twenty four? Germany. How many SPFL teams feature rovers in their name? Two Name the only current SPFL manager who was a goalkeeper as a player Pass Which team are currently top of Scottish League One? Oh. Cove Rangers Which goalkeeper has the most clean sheets in the Scottish top flight? Alan McGregor
0: oh, it's Noel McGregor man
1: Wow Andrew, 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 Andrew what do you think?
4: Oh I don't know I think he's done me
1: It's done I must admit I thought you'd got the first one I thought you would get that nailed on Leon Balligan For the on goal? No. Yeah so none of you got it Andrew went Hollander, You went Goldson It was the other centre half Leon Balogun, Who won manager of the month for October Ange Postecoglou, You both got it You both knew that Germany is hosting Euro 2024 um, I'll come back to this next one I'm going to skip on The current SPFL manager who was a goalkeeper
2: Tommy Wright Oh, never, I got it. Would no. you not? No. There we go.
1: um, You had loads of chances to bury Andrew, but pff, it's Eardry that's top of League One. The current, what, what
3: was the question of Tommy Wright?
1: Who's the only current SPFL manager who was a goalkeeper as a player? And who's manager of?
3: I thought been the Premier League.
1: No, because I would have said that. Ah, I would have okay, said right, that. Wouldn't right. I? See what happened there, Marvin. Th- Thought he was about yeah. to be smart
3: And yeah, then it dawned
1: diff. on him I saw the look in his yeah. face Don't worry um, And which goalkeeper Has the most clean sheets In the top five? That's a
2: shocking shout for Is me. Joe Hart ah, shocking. Now
1: Andrew didn't get that far which I means only played
2: About eight games as well It all comes down <laughs> It all
1: comes down To how many SPFL teams Feature Rovers in their name Andrew went one Andy went two We've got Wraith I'll And Albion up. So Andy Halliday wins it Andrew Revenge is going to have to wait I'm afraid <laughs>
2: Ah, it's all right. No worries. Unlucky mate. <laughs> no problem.
1: <laughs> his face is t- his cool. voice sounded sincere, Andrew, but his face is no, not. Let me tell you. I felt sorry
2: for that. I felt sorry for his mate last week as well. To be honest.
1: Good man, Andrew. Armadale one four one nine five one
2: one zero two five. Or at Clyde SSB on Twitter. I can't believe that answer. I can't believe that answer. He did well. That, did do well. you know what that is? See when you hear the. the the tick go down And you mm. try and race one But so you can get another one Shocking
1: Sure it wasn't Because you were out with him At the weekend And he was just on your mind
2: No because it's, That's just a bad He'd probably be He will not even been In the top four I'd imagine I don't know Nah He's yeah, not I'd, played He would be Gordon's played, had no. a good few uh, has got, had yeah. a good few So aye Bad joke. <laughs> and he likes his trivia as well Doesn't he So he'd be Yeah he'd 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 be good.
1: He'd be good. he's good yeah. He's not in the He's not in the top ten He's
2: not in the top, <laughs> he's three, in the top they, ten There you go aye, <laughs> aye Terrible but yeah Because I told the story so last week Did you the new Tommy Wright Was the only goalie uh, The SPFL yeah, man yeah, I, no, think he would I don't have. think so I don't think so no. Who was he the goalie of So you don't know So there you go
1: Sorry to say that again no. uh, Callum was genuinely was Talking
2: to me the- Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Telling yeah, he you The, the answer?
1: <laughs> No I don't know Callum doesn't know either Newcastle Newcastle Really <laughs> Yeah And he's right. capped at International level I'm sure In the 40s Many times How that well, that's what you're here for <laughs> Given it the big in last season <laughs> no, The king of beat the pundit And now he's, he's backing down Right 01419511025 Scotland Now know That they will play Either Poland North Macedonia Turkey Ukraine Austria Or the Czech Republic At Hamden In the playoff semi-final What is the best case scenario What is the worst case scenario Stephen and Cambus Lang What do you think Stephen come on I've given you the big build up Don't do this to me Where is he He's there I'm sure he is I can see him Steven Oh I don't know Where is he Let's get him back Go on then Give us yours first
2: Oh Right I'm going to go for I don't want Turkey I don't oh. want Turkey Or Poland Okay I would take So you going to process I the Elimination take, I would take Macedonia Or Austria uh, Macedonia or Austria I would also take Czech Cher- Republic I know they just beat us In the Euros there But I thought we had More than enough chances To mm. beat them uh, Austria Obviously Off the back of playing them twice And and uh, two results that went in our favour uh, But I would, take, I would take one of the three
1: It's funny how your mind works Because we took four points off Austria So to most logical people You'd think, oh well, fancy them But just not to me I just I feel like the law of really? averages catches up with you nah, then And no I, I just
3: don't want to see them again I don't know, what about you Marvin? Yeah, I'll, Adopted school. I would take Austria And I would take Turkey if I'm honest Really? Wow, yeah yeah.
2: Okay. They, they did have a disimpo- uh, disappointing Euros to be mm. fair But they've yeah. got a good team
1: uh, Let's try Stephen again Stephen, what do you think? Uh,
10: I think that we can be confident enough to take anyone. really do. I like it. After that other night. Uh, that is the best Scotland performance I've ever seen. We took a team that were semi-finalists in the Euros and I don't think Craig Gordon had a save to make. I look at the performance of John Sutter, Outstanding. Of, that guy's been up with some amount of injuries. He got himself in front of everything. Headed every ball. And I think we can safely say that Scotland's Biggest three assets are oil, whiskey, and John McGinn's backside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Marvin Bartley's seen it up close. He used to play with him at Hibs. I don't know, anything you want to tell us?
3: Yeah, it's powerful. As you, as you see it now, it's, uh, it's powerful now. How, how good a player is John McGinn? Honestly, gone from strength to strength. Obviously, St Mirren, then Hibs, and gone to another level now at Aston Villa. Honestly, some of his balls the other day were actually world-class. Um, You know, and I think... The fans won't want me to say this and Steve Gerrard won't but I think he he got never moving him I really Mm. really do because what he's doing at the moment is is breathtaking We mentioned it last night that it's got that bit of everything where he's bulldozing
1: his way and then you almost you can sense the moment where he just pauses for breath and then produces a moment of quality
3: a lot of midfielders do one or the other let's be honest and he he does them both I think he does that on purpose though I think he slows down to make you think he's tiring and like you said he just bursts away again but he said one thing he's found playing down in England in the Premier League none of the players really want to be physical they hate that physicality They all want to be technical And you, know, you have it mm-hmm. I'll have it and he said When you go shoulder to shoulder With them he said They're not interested in it And obviously that's why He's made such an impact But on the ball mm-hmm. you know, Forget about his work rate And everything else he does On the ball The chances he was creating The other day were brilliant I like his backside as well Andy
2: <laughs> Yeah I mean listen It's always been an asset In yeah. his game to be honest he's, you know, He likes a physical contact I think he's someone that His way of sort of Keeping control of possession In tight areas is getting his body in Using his body To, uh, to weave his way In a possession But listen Talking about Talking about John McGinn I think he's been a real stalwart of this This Scotland side Under Steve Clark, he scored a number Of big goals as well uh, But In terms of standout performers I just think there was that many You know Stephen mm. said It's the best performance He's seen I can't remember Many that were too better And listen We don't want to get Carried away with ourselves But we're going to No let's get, get carried on. away yeah, when why things not? Aren't going well yeah, 100% Six wins in the tour. Team that's ranked 10th in the world Obviously uh, European semi finals But it, it, it was a baton It actually was yep. Scotland Scotland played a And listen Steve cut Scotland team Although we've showed A lot of positive signs Positive results Something that's always Been labelled at it Is mm. that it's a boring Style of play the style of play on Monday was anything but boring. Specifically the first 45 minutes, I thought some of the football they played was outstanding. And do you get
1: where Stevens coming from? Even though he's gone and spoiled my question of picking who's your favourite to play, who's your
3: least favourite, after the other night, you really should have a degree of confidence to, to face any of them. Definitely. And I think that the players will have it and the manager will as well, secretly, obviously within you know the dressing room and et cetera. I think they'll be confident to play against anybody and he'll be saying, let's get through the semi finals and you deal with the finals after that. But I'll tell you what, all of those unseeded teams, not one of them will want to face Scotland. Because some of them, although they're unseeded, their home country should be saying, "Well, we should be beating Scotland because everyone that's down there knows about yeah. Scotland." That's just the way it is. And it'll be a Hamden as well. Yeah, exactly. So they have the 12th men, but I'm telling you now, none of those teams want to face Scotland. A resident
1: statue, A reporter, Andrew McLean, not
3: about 10 minutes ago,
1: taking to Twitter: 1,792 players took part in UEFA's qualification campaign for this World Cup, and none, zero, drew more fouls than John McGinn. Yeah, that does not the magic backside. Won, but- Does not surprise
2: me one bit And listen, I need to touch on him You know, he's a teammate of mine and a great friend And uh, to see John Souter after the injury Mm. problems he's had over the last three years You know, three-year absence for the Scotland national side uh, Obviously, I I, I was sort of campaigning that I felt as if he Mm. should have been in the squad in the first place But obviously, a late call-up injury uh, replacement And to see him score that goal, honestly Just so, so happy for him And and, and, and delighted for him and his family After what's been a really, really tough few years for him
1: you were the first person I thought of when he scored because yeah. I thought Andy's going to love that because every week <laughs> on here you're you're um you know putting his name forward and saying how good he is and um, it must have meant a lot. You could see uh, I noticed and social media pictures of him and his dad and stuff when he was younger yep. and I think his dad's done some media stuff just talking about how tough the road's been.
2: He loves his country, loves his football, and uh, to have you know his football first and foremost taken away from him for such a long time with, with so many bad injuries, not niggling injuries like. Injuries that could could end his career. It takes a lot of mental toughness to come back for that and 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 perform the way he is just now week in week out. And I think it was he, I think it was more than deserving of the Scotland call up. I always felt as if there was a good chance he be playing this game with you know a lot of you know one booking away suspensions going into the playoffs. But what he did show in the ninety minutes is he more than deserves and he was it deserved to be on that pitch. Were you at the game, Stephen?
10: Yeah, I was, and I have to say. It feels like the atmosphere at Hamden's back and that has to go credit to Steve Clark and the players. It kind of feels like it was under the Walter Smith-Alex McRae's campaign where there's a real connection between the fans and the players and there was a move in the first half where we passed the ball to the edge of the box and we ended up getting a corner fit and I turned into my mate and goes that should be illegal in a Scotland jersey. should <laughs> uh, uh, We've got real quality in this team and for years we've been used to being pessimistic. Why can we all enjoy being confident about
2: it, isn't it? Stephen, I remember, I remember the movie. Uh, you were talking about that ticky tack. style, still a lot of one touch passion just building their way through the thirds. And and uh, no, we're talking about standout performance. And you quite rightly pointed at John McGinn. I could point at Callum McGregor, but that other little man in midfield, like I don't know what's in his DNA, but I just can't <laughs> be Scottish because. He's just, what he's done since he's came into the Scotland side At such a young age, while not playing club football right now Is just, and Alan McCoy said it in common to him We've got to back him up here yeah, How is he not playing for Norwichley? Like how? Yeah. Because what he's done in a Scotland jersey so far Has just been unbelievable It's just so likeable though, Marvin, across the board I mean, take, right, so The stories,
1: Craig Gordon, a couple of years out the game You know, career-threatening injury Now at the, the latter stages, done wonderful We're talking about John Souter's injuries we all know Andy Robertson's story is yep. the e story. You look at someone like Kieran Tierney, boyhood club wins everything, gets his big money move. Stephen O'Donnell's a Motherwell player who gets dogs abuse at times because yep. he gets picked in front of uh, certain other players, and 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 we've got uh, an Englishman and an
3: Australian who yep. lead the line at times. It's just it's it, a really likable bunch. Yeah, and you touched on Stephen O'Donnell there again. Talk about mental strength of a footballer. And I know John Suit has had to have that because he's been injured, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I spoke to Stephen yesterday. And we were talking about, you know, how did he react after playing in the first game at the Euros? He got hammered. He obviously came off for James Forrest. And then people were saying, start Patterson, start Patterson for the England game. I said, how did you deal with that mentally? Because obviously social media, et cetera, his family said were reading things. He was reading things. And he said, he just always believed in himself. He said, the manager got around him said I believe in you I know what you can do go into this England game and perform you know to the high standards that I know you can and he kept a clean sheet and that's such a tough thing you know for people who don't play football and write these things to players thinking oh you know it will get them out of the team it doesn't when they have to start the next game it's so difficult to believe in yourself when it feels like the whole nation's against you and for me he's been absolutely brilliant again he said you know when Patterson's playing he he gives him all the encouragement that he possibly can and he came in again against Denmark kept a clean sheet Mm. and again did really really well uh, go on then, Stephen. If I forced you to choose one, what's the best
1: path that we can get at the moment?
10: I would quite like Austria in the semis, and then I would love an away trip down to Wales for the final.
1: Oh, not not rather just have it at Hamden? Uh, can we get the final at Hamden? I think it's just a random draw. Yeah, a random demand, draw. isn't yeah. it? yeah, yeah. Later, so, uh, we'll take care of that, <laughs> <laughs> Nah, too late. <laughs> we've moved it. That's fine. Uh, thank you, Stephen. 01419511025. John McGinn's backside featuring again um, <laughs> on the show, not for the first time, certainly not the last. What about Brian um, on the other line? Brian, would you have a, a favoured choice out of them, or, or one you'd like to avoid?
11: Um, ideally, Austria. Probably, I'd like to avoid Ukraine. I think, and well, obviously, we've shown me This group we've got better and better by game by game. I think we're far better than Austria. And I think even if we played the way we played, I've been watching Scotland since the '74 World Cup, and that was one of the best performances I've actually seen against Scotland. Okay, maybe a slightly depleted Danish team, but just uh basically the attacking style that we had. Basically, it was just class. It was just brilliant to watch. It was like I think a text I texted one of my mates saying, "Am I watching Scotland?" here? it was just phenomenal. It's great to watch. Yeah, I mean, Andy, we've
1: now got proper technicians in the team. You can see that. Stevie Clark's allowing them To Display that type of Football as well And it's um, it's So different From from some performances People have had to watch Over the years
2: Yeah and it's a joy to watch But the fact of the matter is I still think it's good That Scotland as a nation Can do both You know Mm -hmm. when they go away to bigger nations, they can, you know, they can dig in, hit teams in the counter-attacking, and, and you know, you look at the starting eleven that was there on Monday. Everyone was talking about the fact that Denmark was missing a lot of key players, and of course, that's probably relevant. But no, Grant Hanley, we spoke about how good he's been in the Scotland jersey. No, Scott McTominay, no Nathan Parson who, who was outstanding against Moldova. Lyndon Dyke scored three winners and one 0 victories in their own. No, no Lyndon Dyke. So we are missing key players as well, and it just shows that that competition for places right now is really healthy.
3: Yeah, I think Steve Clark deserves an awful lot of credit because even before the Euros and Scotland to qualify, people were talking about the style of play and saying it was boring and saying, no, we're never in control of games. I think if you watch them now, especially against Denmark, the amount of controlled entries they had into Che Adams and then Christie could run off him, John McGinn could run off him. You saw Billy Gilmore getting forward as well. That's credit to him because he said at the start we're going to be strong defensively and then we'll build forward from there. Yes, they were a little bit more direct under Linden Dykes, but watching them, honestly, against Denmark, it was, it was breathtaking and I was proud to have my kilt on, like you said. Absolutely. <laughs> we don't
1: want to get too far ahead of ourselves, Brian. There is still work to be done, clearly, because even after that, the final could be Portugal. It could be Italy. You've got Russia, Sweden, Wales in there as well. It's a fairly, a fairly tough ask, isn't it? Well, yes, it is. But that, what i like to say as well,
11: even if we draw... Um, Poland. We've played Poland a few times. Celtic's played against Lewandowski a few times as well. And as far as I can recall, I don't think he's actually scored against Scotland or possibly Celtic. Possibly Rangers we played against. Rangers. So I think they've got. That's a worst case scenario. I think getting Poland. But I think I think what we've got to do just now is take this step just now, and see. Wait to see what happens in the final. Obviously, don't get ahead of ourselves. But the guy, I don't wish to take it back to Celtic issue, but Jordan again, just to. Oh, the Celtic aside, I just wish that we had got that guy Because that guy is phenomenal You see the most spells against him in the whole European The whole World Cup qualifying campaign That just shows you what player
1: is Yeah, don't don't get Hugh even started on that topic as to where John McGinn should have gone It's his, his favourite subject Just to even confuse things further I think Brian said he wanted to avoid Ukraine um, I think U- Ukraine and Russia have to be kept apart though As well uh, worth bearing them. And Andy Halday Was actually saying That after the break He'll give you uh, His own full rundown Of the geopolitical situation <laughs> In Eastern Europe So stay tuned for that That's coming next
0: Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One's Super Scoreboard
1: Marvin Bartley and Andy Halliday are here 01419511025 Thank you to Craigie for bursting the bubble Straight away over the break And says Lewandowski has scored against Scotland And he sent us the match report of the 2-2 game It rings a bell I did think that I just didn't want to shoot uh, the collar down, I was there, it was at Hamden. So, can fine, listen, we'll, John Souter, we'll deal with him, will we not? Yeah, if, if he has oh,
2: 100%. to. I was actually thinking that's going to be a jinx if we're going to get Poland, yeah. he's, going to, he's going to score a hat but I'm glad to know he's already scored me. Uh,
1: Yeah, so Poland, North Macedonia, Turkey, Ukraine, Austria, or Czech Republic for Scotland. I'm sorry, but they Hamden.
2: The, the fact that Scotland have done as well as they have in the group stage, right? Can get one of these unseeded teams after doing what we've done to get seeded and then could potentially face Italy. In the final The world is unfair like, Oh come on
1: It's just not right is it? It is not I, d- I don't think there's much We can do about it But you're right Yeah, Getting to get into the World Cup From Europe From the UEFA Path is not easy Marvin That's <laughs> clearly what we're learning here Look at the points total We're finishing 23 points Second
3: best out of everyone I know It's, it's crazy honestly Like Andy's saying You look at those teams Some really really strong teams But Again, you are looking at the negatives again. That's just, we're going to make it to the World Cup. That's it. I like We're this going guy. to make it to the World I Cup. That's I, fine.
1: I like your positive move on. I uh, must admit, we're going to take some more calls on Scotland, on Rangers, on whatever else you fancy. Uh, Celtic fans, let's hear from you. Been a kind of quiet period because you are not looking for a manager. You are just waiting to see who comes back from international break unscathed and if you can get to that League Cup final. At the weekend um, Interestingly um, And appropriately I should say Celtic have announced That they will wear number 10 On their shorts this weekend As a tribute to the late Great Bertie Old So On tonight's full time teaser Can you name The number 10 For each of the top flight clubs In Scotland currently Anthony McShane has sent Your question in tonight I think you should make Light work of that you two Let's start with your own team Surely
3: Yeah Craig Sibble I Yes that. And it. Massive pressure He's not sure He's biting No is I think it's
2: Liam Boyce You think it's Liam Boyce I'm not giving the With squad numbers I really know I think i might struggle I mean tonight. he plays up front So you should You usually Fedman see the back, the back of his that. shirt so. Yeah I think he's number 10 Yes
1: well done yep. Liam Boyce Anywhere else you'd like to go Your former club Hibs maybe Martin Boyle Yes alright We'll leave it there Surely two men Involved in the top flight Can squish this Thank you to Anthony For sending it in We're looking for the number 10s from the top flight clubs In Scotland um, A very fitting question tonight Because Celtic will wear A number 10 on their shorts As a tribute to the late Great Bertie Old. Very sad news Andy But what a couple of days It's been uh, Hearing people Tell some of the stories And the memories And yeah, seeing the clips brilliant. And stuff what, the, the word character Just keeps coming up Time brilliant. and time again
2: Obviously a fantastic player uh, Really important To the Celtic family uh, Thoughts, thoughts and Obviously what go out to the the Family Anyone associated to him. They've lost a. What seems like a great man And a great character Some of the stories And some of the clips That you see run about It Seems like a very very funny man And uh, yeah It's just thoughts with the family yeah. That I associate with
1: him Well said Very funny Indeed 1419511025 Just a quick one on that uh, Teaser If you want to Submit a question like that Or um, Even an idea for one The address you need is Fulltime At Clyde1.com So send it over To that email If you've got a question I would love to use it On the show That was Anthony McShane uh, who sent that one in um, Let's Have we got another caller Let's see Producer Callum's working his magic We'll get There's a couple of people waiting uh, To come on Let me double check Twitter Make sure we're not missing anything um, Like I say If you want to talk Rangers or Scotland That's fine You can change the subject Altogether Remember St. John's and Hibs fans uh, Going to cause a bit of a, a Shock over the weekend Let's bring in Stuart and Paisley And see what's on his mind Hi Stuart
12: Hi Gordon, good evening. Thanks very much for taking my call. First of all, hello Andy Pleasure. and also Malvin Marvin, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um it's actually a point to Andy Halliday as a fellow Blue Nose. Um I've got I've got a, a question really to get his opinion on it. Um obviously we all know Rangers need a new manager. Um I'm absolutely devastated that Gerard left. However, um, it's onwards and upwards and obviously Van Bronckhorst is the favourite um, at the moment. Um, my suggestions are a wee bit unusual. Uh, I might get shot down in flames with my fellow supporters for this but I actually really think that a good combination would be G- uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is number one and Derek McInnes is number two. The reason I say that is we all know that we need some sort of experience in the game and obviously Derek McInnes is, is very good at uh, Aberdeen, did a great job there. And I think he would be a great influence on Van Bronckhorst as the number one. Um, I'd really just see what the the panel think of that and to see if that's a goer, really. Andy?
2: Uh, t- I mean, you're asking if you think it's a goer. I, I doubt it um, for a number of reasons. I think the main one is I don't think Derek McInnes you know, try to get back into football, although I think he would love the the opportunity to be the Rangers manager again after uh, what happened two or three years ago. I don't think number two is potentially what he looks at. Um you know, it's funny, I and mean, Marvin were talking about this off air. The one thing I do think is a massive bonus with, with Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, having been associated with Rangers previously, obviously uh, obviously been a player there for three years, is he knows the expectations at the football club. He knows the immediate pressure he's going to be under in terms of expectations to win week in, week out. He knows what the media is going to be like. He knows the league. So for people that are outside Scottish football, automatically think, you know, Scottish football is a two horse race. But they don't understand being a you know being a part of these teams where every team's desperate to beat you. Going to Tink very difficult. Easter Road's very difficult. Marvin's Livingston, Gordon's Motherwell, all these places very very difficult. So Giovanni Van Bronckhorst knows that first and foremost. So mm. I don't buy into the they need someone that knows the league all that much. I mean, I, I, of course, I think it's an added bonus. But I think what's much much more important is you have some someone that has the mm. same ideas as you the same ideas of how they want his team, football team to t- uh, to play in terms of style so i do think that's much much more important and i think giovanni van broncos will know the type mm. of characters that he wants he wants to take that ride along with him if he's the man that takes Rangers mm. forward
1: you've really oversold me because they're genuinely marvin's livingston you know the, the, i <laughs> i just go and watch motherwell sometimes but i like it i like Not you've yet. given me that that <laughs> level of importance um at this point, Marvin, every suggestion is welcome. Could you really see Derek McInnes going in as Rangers number
3: two underneath Giovanni Van Bronckhorst? No, um, no chance. It might be a good idea, or fans might think it's a good idea, but it's not going to happen. You know, Derek's kind of his own man, and I know sometimes we look from the outside as fans and we think, right, these two would do really well together. But it's pointless Giovanni Van Bronckhorst having Derek McInnes if they both got the same strengths. You know. One thing about being a manager we spoke about earlier is having people around you strengthen your weaknesses. So if you've got two people who are exactly the same, it's, it's just not going to work. And I just don't think, no matter who it was, Derek McInnes doesn't mm. want to be assistant manager. He wants to be the number one somewhere. Obviously, Rangers, if he could get it, he said he's not been interviewed, so he'll be somewhere else. Why do you think that stuff's
1: so important, Stuart? Not only to you, but to lots of Rangers fans who make similar points. This this idea that you know you need to have someone there who's been in Scottish football. What is it about Scottish football that makes you think that?
12: I just personally think that obviously it's a well-known fact that Derek McInnes is, is a Rangers fan. He's brought up as a Rangers fan. And obviously, um, you know, hence the season's called Derek because I believe he's called after Derek Johnson. The, 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 I just felt that um, obviously Van Brockhurst knows the club. He's played for the club, which is a huge added bonus. Um, it's not the be-all end-all, but I just, my personal opinion is that that it would it would work because they, they they're both strong football men and I just feel that McInnes has obviously got recent experience in the league. I, I know obviously the the the, the 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 pundits are saying that it's not the be all and end all, and it does not you know to see Marvin's point. It probably wouldn't work, but in my personal opinion, I just think that would be a, a goer. But. I think we're
1: conditioned to to think that Because Marvin you're saying you're not convinced by it And I totally follow the logic um, And people can help me out But but going back there there tends to be that Now Stephen Gerrard had Gary McAllister um, We'll never know Did he provide some sort of expert knowledge On Scottish football that he couldn't have done without I don't know Um, Brendan Rodgers was hugely successful And I'm sure he would have been anyway But but John Kennedy happened to be there So that, that is an example as well Yeah um, and then throughout the Neil Lennon times, he obviously knew it as a player anyway. On the other side, it was always, you know, maybe managers from here, whether it's Walter Smith, Alex McLeish. So um, we've not had too many examples of that
3: not being in place. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, well, I can give you an example, where it didn't probably work too well. Paul Heckenbottom, you know, obviously he came up from England and he had Robbie alongside him. I don't mm. think Robbie had played up here either, but as a manager, it, it's mm. your job. You come into Rangers Football Club, you don't need someone to tell you you need to win every week. You don't need somebody to tell you the pressures that you have you know, from the fans and what they expect and how they want the football to go. Because if you do need someone to explain that to, you shouldn't be in the job.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, there will be loads, Andy. I, I was thinking, you know, Celtic and Rangers, it just so happens they haven't having too many examples of yeah. that. Whether that matters or not, that's up to personal feeling.
2: Yeah, but I mean, the fact of the matter is that Giovanni Van Brokers has played in Scotland. So, mm. I mean, in terms of recent knowledge, it's like Marvin says, I've no doubt if he's had conversations with the Rangers, he'll be watching Hib right now. And he might not be in the dugout for Sunday, but we'll be watching him right now, just to see how they play, any strengths, any weaknesses, what players to look out for. So I think every manager that's going to be linked with the the, the football club's going to go the, going to go and do their due diligence with, with mm. any any team within the league. Just
1: shows you it's all about opinions Because Stuart's put that forward, and then Conroy is on Twitter who says I wouldn't have McInnes as number two, three, four, five or six. So if they're why? looking for a seventh choice, then have a then number he's, ten because I'm the, trying he's to the a <laughs> ten. He's the man. Uh, <laughs> the thank you early. though, Stuart. Definitely an interesting talking point. Uh, that was Stuart and Paisley. Um, any more number tens currently in the league? Stephen Davis. Stephen Davis, yes. Nicky Clark. Ooh, good shout. Well mm-hmm. done. Well done. Okay. Um, why can't I find Stephen Davis on my list? There we must have the paper. There we go. Uh, right, let's hear a bit from. Callum Davidson shall we what are you thinking ahead of that semi-final Marvin St Johnson
3: are the cup specialist all of a sudden yeah it's going to be it's going to be a tight game um, I think St Johnson obviously forget about their league form forget about where they're in the league you know they've got great great memories of, of playing at Hamden and I, I think they'll be confident going into it thinking listen if we can hang on like they normally do and nick a goal at the end kind of St Johnson way you know They broke my heart when In the League Cup last season And also they won the Scottish Cup And broke my heart again By beating Hibbs But no that, I Listen I think they'll be confident Going into that game It's a one off game mm. Is that not because you got stuck At right wing back in, Or left wing back Or something See, and to... you weren't watching the game I was left wing Left wing I yeah. played left wing once
1: hmm. At a yeah, time You had to chase yeah, yeah. Sean Rooney up and yeah, down yeah, exactly At least he wasn't yeah. quick I Forgot what's 34 safe. overweight Perfect <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah well Callum Davidson has. He's been enjoying Ange Postacoglu's side play He needs to stop their threat From the wide areas
13: We go into the game You know it's going to be A really tough game Game. Obviously we're playing uh, One of the top teams in Scotland So we know it's going to be really tough We know we've got to have that little bit of luck Going our way For me, as long as we work hard And we put a shift in And give ourselves an opportunity To try and win the game that, That's what I expect of the players You know, and uh, we're going to Hamden We've got nothing to fear uh, We've been here before we've performed well there so uh, I'm expecting a good performance and whether that is enough to win the game uh, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see I really enjoy watching them play they actually play real kind of attacking formation uh, so they, they try and do everything quickly they set up things quickly throw wins, free kicks they start the game restarts they uh, try and put under a lot of pressure and from that pressure try and score goals so yeah it's a tough game I thought we played quite well at Parkhead last time uh, albeit a a dubious penalty uh, given very quickly In the 80th, I think 80th minute We were holding the game at 1-0 uh, From a mistake by ourselves So you know, the lads have got to take a bit of confidence Going into that uh, We need to stop them in the wide area Stop balls in the box Because uh, they've got a lot of threat in that area
1: I just feel like the one team, Andy That you, you just don't feel safe writing off Because of what they did last season There was obviously a real, good, a real feel-good factor Among Celtic fans before the break It was seven wins and a draw Against Marvin's tactical masterclass <laughs> Um, at Celtic Park but you know it was the the three goals and winning away at Ferencvaros then the four goals away at Dundee um, if there is such a thing as the international break coming at the the wrong time momentum wise I'm sure Celtic would have loved to have played that game a couple of days later
2: Yeah and and not only that I'm sure Celtic fans will remember the last international break when when Kyogo comes back and missed the next I think it was six or seven games after that and I've you know I've spoken quite openly on this show that I think he's integral to any success that Celtic are going to have this season, so they'll certainly be hoping that he comes back unscathed. But you know going into the game at Saturday, I think it's important and Marv says it that you know league form goes out the window. It's a cup competition, and they're coming against a team that's that's obviously done fantastically well in the cup last year. But I think Celtic are you know ever slowly progressing and 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 starting to replicate what Ange Postecoglou wants to side to play uh, Saint Johnson in terms of weaknesses we've seen Celtic. We played that we actually at Hearts played Saint Johnston a bounce game last Thursday. And Within that game, they showed how dangerous they can be for set pieces, and I think that's one area where you know Celtic have had a little bit of, or certainly a few question marks over the last 18 months, so could be an area. But Celtic is certainly going my favourites.
1: Yeah, going to be a big weekend, Celtic fans. Feel free to pick up the phone, we're here until eight o'clock, so it would be nice to hear from you on 01419 511025. Uh, before we do that, though, something really important I want to talk to you about, I've spoken to you about it in the last couple of nights but it's certainly worth repeating because as much as i love to take the football very seriously uh, this stuff is far more important oh,
0: oh, oh. Cash for Kids Mission Christmas
1: It is getting to that stage of the year Cash for Kids Mission Christmas is back and we're hoping that you can help us make a difference this year by supporting Cash for Kids Mission Christmas Now to hear exactly what difference your money can make let's hear a bit from Joan she's from North United Communities they're based in the north of the city They offer a range of activities uh, for the whole family. Here she's been telling us of some of the situations that they've helped with.
6: Inadvertently, we've come across a family and we've been in. There's been nothing in the house, a tub, the scrapings of margarine, and the children for three days haven't eaten and we've been out shopping for them. And from there on in, that family have flourished. They come to all our activities, they come to all our groups, come to everything
1: that's the harsh reality of what goes on on our doorstep unfortunately and particularly at this time of the year and particularly after the year that people have had so we can't promise to make it a magical day but with your help we can make it just a bit different for thousands of kids across Glasgow and the west and we guarantee 100% of the funds raised goes straight back to support the families most in need it really Will make such a difference. To find all the details on how you can donate, go to Clyde1.com forward slash mission, and that's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with JD Pierce Structural Steelwork Fabrication and Construction.
0: Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Marvin Bartley and Andy Halliday Are here in the final part of tonight's show 0141 951 1025 On the teaser And it's very topical this one Anthony McShane wants to know If you can name the number 10s For all the teams in the top flight This of course on the day Celtic announced They will wear number 10 on their shorts As a tribute to to Bertie Auld Who sadly passed away Over the weekend You've got Liam Boyce at Hearts Martin Boyle at Hibbs Craig Sibald at Livy And Nicky Clark At Dundee United I will point out to you At this point Motherwell do not have a number 10 That jersey is not in use Any longer For Motherwell So you've only got 11 To get Any more during
2: the break? Uh, Wallerspin.
1: At St Johnson yes McGinn Aberdeen Yes Not as daft as you look you two
2: we, we, We've walked we've up that it's got to be a 50-50 For Dundee Don't don't we yep. We've got two Okay And we think It's Danny Mullen.
1: No It's the other one Probably Go on Andy
2: Go and on It's Paul McGowan then It's Paul McGowan
1: Yes Well done You've not got Celtics yet
2: I Honestly like It's I've just tried to picture Who's number 10
1: right, listen, number we,
3: Of course it, we could Sit here and guess No 10 don't do people, that, yeah. But that's not what It's, we're it's number 10 at,
1: isn't it So it's going to be One of the main men One of the, See, you're the you're No it's that definitely that not, not Yeah. yeah not.
3: I'm so, gonna I i want to go uh, what's the new striker? Jackie Marcus. Yeah, they're gonna say no he's he? number seven. Set though. So
2: Well, well the I thought Oh Yeah. I thought Kyogo was number one. So. I don't, Are we ready
3: to guess it
2: straight away. I'm, I'm Do you know what I'm gonna you. go the other one? I'm going to Jota. No.
3: Oh, forget man. it Andy, uh,
2: you've lost another life. I know.
1: Well, <laughs> I thought you just
2: I thought you read
1: me there and said that it wasn't gonna be one of the main men. And I then know, you but go then, for Jota I know, I
6: know, See but I've
1: got you two on strings here Right <laughs> Douglas is in Irvine What's your point tonight Douglas?
6: Hi there Thanks very much for taking my call first right of you. all And respect to Celtic for wearing number 10 on their shorts For Bertie Old Yeah absolutely Respect to his family and his friends Right I'll go on to my point now Right it's regarding Rangers not announcing a manager They've put Jermaine Defoe, David McCallum, Dave, Brian Gilmore, and Colin Stewart in on Monday. I think it was mm-hmm. to train the team. Are they withholding the name of the manager for them to deal with the team for Sunday? Plus, as a mark of respect for Friday for Walter Smith Memorial, rather than saying right, we're announcing a manager. Hopefully, it's Gio, but we'll wait and see. But how does the panel think about that? Yeah. That's I, maybe why they're not announcing
1: the manager. Absolutely no idea about the link, uh, if there is any about the memorial or anything and it's probably not no real merit in, in speculating as to whether that is the case or not. Do you read anything into the fact that, that Rangers announced that on on Monday? And is there a case to say that if you announce that on Monday? That Means you ain't get, you, you ain't naming a manager on, on Wednesday or Thursday or
2: well, you you just answered it for me because that's how I that that was the I was way about I just give you an or, or but if that's the no, way you want on you go, that's the way I read and I just thought, would they announce who's an interim charge for the next sort of three, four, five days, a week, 10 days if they have got a manager lined up in 48 mm. hours to announce?
3: Give us the or Marvin, yeah, I think that you can do that because you want transparency with the fans I think the fans are going to be like who's taking training you know who's actually leading the boys now five members of staff have gone to all work with the first team who's now taking it so I think the club maybe have to do that even if it's for one training session or if it turns out to be obviously ten training sessions who knows but I think at the first day you have to do that just let the fans know what's going on because there wouldn't have to be that last
1: Rangers were off last week I think weren't they yeah. um, and then it was it was Thursday you're not going to need it necessarily over the weekend Um you feeling quite relaxed about it all, then, Douglas. By the sounds of it,
6: I think the manager is already in place. To be honest, and they're just letting this weekend go through and let the interim team, as I've already mentioned, to deal with Sunday.
1: What, what, what would be, What the, would the you gain? What would you gain? From, what would you gain? What would you gain from that? Well, you know, like in terms of the way you've portrayed that, that like it's deliberate. Why? Why would that be your choice if you could just name Giovanni van Bronckhorst tonight? I'd give the fans a huge lift, would it not?
6: Oh, we'd give the fans a, good, a big lift, yeah, I agree with that. But I would rather see it done the right way. Let the interim team, interim team, sorry, deal with Sunday, and then take it forward to there for the European game next week. No. They're not wanting to upset the players. Right. Quite potentially, the but I, think, is, I think,
2: think the players think the players know who the new manager is. Yeah, quite potentially, Douglas. But only time will tell. Like I said, maybe I'm reading far too much into it with the announcement on Monday. But if Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is announced before Sunday, then you can play this clip next week and, <laughs> and, and make him <laughs> off it not week. not a problem.
1: Uh, I mean, for instance, in the last two minutes, Sky are now reporting they understand that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is close to agreeing a deal in principle to become the new Rangers manager. Rangers are thought to be very pleased with developments after a thorough process and a strong shortlist. So that would be the the latest update tonight, if you like. And um, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting couple of days, I must say. Thank you, Douglas and Irvin. It's a nice theory. Interesting to hear from you on 0141951. 1025, if you want not involved in the phones, you'll probably have to take down that number and give us a call tomorrow um, looking ahead to the weekend Marvin go on then how, how much are you looking forward
3: to that one yeah massively like I said you know our game got cancelled um, just a week before in International uh, due to the Covid outbreak at Hibs so it's been a long time that I've been on the sidelines and shouting at the boys so now I'm looking forward to going to St Mirren be a difficult game again but again we go to try and keep a clean sheet and then Nick a goal on the break and when you're shouting from the sidelines pick up the number 10 pick <laughs> up the number 10 who who will it be for St for Mirren Andy no no it's your son. <laughs> I'm going with McAllister.
1: No. I don't think you'll get this one. Uh and the you'll be watching from the stands of course um at Fir Park. Will you, will you go along actually. You only got to go I'll and get a, uh,
2: a coffee beforehand. He he oh, lives just oh, no, around no, the corner. Absolutely no chance. So no, just stay if that's away from the case him. then I'm no going. But um, yeah, I'll certainly I'll certainly hope I'm going. Lovely part uh, of the sure world I must any. Any. say Oh,
1: well, I'm, well, I'm, really I'm nice. surprised. I'm not Especially surprised at the time of the year. Um but I guess Harps with your International heroes Returning as well You'll be feeling confident Of going there
2: Yep Certainly going to Have players return That are going to be Full of confidence But yeah We've got every right To be confident Obviously ended with A, a brilliant result Against Dundee United uh, Played Miller well As you know At Tyne mm. And got quite a positive result But they've they've been on a no, a good run themselves With some great results So it's going to be a tough game
1: Well, rubbish run But then the Aberdeen <laughs> game I, I take your point That was a, a good know. result be Before the break then. No,
2: absolutely I know
1: um, So we're looking forward To the weekend already Still lots could potentially Happen before then Including these two Spending all night in here Trying to get the answers Wait,
3: whoa, 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 whoa To yeah, this I'll, teaser I've had a yeah.
1: Right, so we're looking still For Celtics number 10 St Mirren's number 10 And Ross County's number 10 You'll never get Ross County's
2: And hey, do you want me to have a A dash at St Mirren? I know
3: St Mirren now Yeah. Is it a- Era. No Nah, Curtis Main. Yeah, yes, yes, it's Curtis Main. Well good. done
1: yeah. PMSX has sent in Celtics You've still not got that yet
3: Yes, we have Ah, oh, I can't remember his name
1: Oh, that's good Strike. That works Yeti. Yes, yeah. that'll be A-T. a A-T. Well done Andy, come on, i carrying you Ach, this, is, this, this is pointless I'm but getting but... a back Back like John McGinn's, mate Come on, in? Andy Nah, Ross County's could... Nah, he's got it nah, He's got yeah, something he, written down Trust me Trust me We could call this off now Samuels
0: I oh, <laughs> said,
1: Dominic oh, Don't
0: Unbelievable! It. No,
1: unbelievable!
12: <laughs>
1: Whoever is out there at Ross Dream County team. who text Andy Halliday, shame on no, you. No, Not no, a chance. no, no,
3: ex Coventry. No, our no. no football here. Oh,
1: these guys! Right, 01419511025 Tomorrow night, give us a call. Mark Wilson and Gordon Biel will be here. Uh, will it be a very significant day in Rangers managerial search? We will find out. Johnny Campbell's up next.